from Diplomatic Language Services, and welcome to our podcast, Language Matters. We make language accessible to everyday people by discussing features which may not exist in other languages. I'm your host, Molly Sampson. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Language Matters, and I'm happy to be here with Dr. Jomar Ta'ala. He is a doctor of applied linguistics, so uh, maybe we'll be more... Uh, academic this time in our discussion. Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, so, kumusta, <laughs> Jomar? Wow, I didn't expect that. Uh, mabuti. Okay, I assume you're speaking Tagalog to me. <laughs> yes, so that's, that, me, or that means I'm fine, I am well, yes. Okay, and I didn't mention that Jomar is originally from the Philippines, um, so... Uh, has expertise in the language of the Philippines. But today we're going to start off with Tagalog. So, mm-hmm. kumusta, 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 kumusta. Kumusta. Yeah, kumusta. sounds like kumusta. Correct. So, it sounds like uh, como esta, right? Or if you articulate it by sound, uh, como esta, which is really, kumusta came from como esta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, as you may know, uh, Spain colonized the Philippines for over 300 years. And a lot of our words actually are borrowed from Spanish. Mm. Do you have some other examples? Maquina means machine, uh, uh, yes, sewing yes. machine, uh, any kind of machine. So, uh, engine, example, mm. for cars, for trucks, car yeah. engines, mm. we also say uh, maquina. I see, I see. Right. So any kind of So what machine. percentage kind of are Spanish speaking? Um, or so I, derived from Spanish, I guess. I don't have the exact number, <laughs> but there are a lot of loan words borrowings from Spanish in Tagalog. Mm, mm. And not just Tagalog, even in my own native language. And by the way, that was not the right, because Tagalog speakers might actually strangle me. Mm. Um, we don't normally aspirate as what a North American speaker would. We don't normally aspirate the T. So explain Tagalog. aspirate to Oh, aspiration is when people. there's a puff of air mm. coming out of your lips or mm. your mouth when you enunciate or articulate T, D, for example, those... those um, so T and D sound sounds. the same. So to, no. To, um, so they would, uh, for example, T, right? So when you say Tagalog, right, mm-hmm. including the log, mm-hmm. um, a Tagalog speaker will not mm. say it like that. Mm. So say it like So a... they would say Tagalog. Okay. There's a f- very slight aspiration of the T, I see. the word initial T. But it's not as pronounced yeah. as as a North American speaker would. I see. I can. Yeah. yeah, I can hear the difference. Right. So. So you are partly correct, mm. right? When you said that the T and the D would probably sound the same mm, because mm. there's no aspiration. So yes. I see. Kinda. Yeah. I see. Um, so what about uh, in? Do you have a lot of words also in English borrowed from English? So. Yes, but as you would expect, a Tagalog speaker would have already nativized it, Mm, nativized mm, mm, the sound. mm. 
Mm-hmm. So there are only, especially the vowel sounds, because mm-hmm. in Tagalog there's only five vowel sounds. Vowel, so, vowel sounds. Also like, like Spanish. Uh, correct. Is it the same as Spanish? A E O. Oh, yep, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like a computer. What do you call a computer? Computer. Okay. Yeah. So computer like reminds me of a pasto or a dari computer. Doctor, mm. right? Or Japanese. So, doctor. Uh, yeah. So, doctor, we don't say... There's a Tagalog word, word for it, which is mangagamot. Mm, but nobody, but uses, nobody uses that in mm. normal speech. They I just see. say doctor. Doctor. Um, lawyer. Uh, abogado, we say abogado. Uh, uh, uh. Or attorney. Mm, mm, right. Mm. For lawyers. So, do you find... Um, is there really anybody who uses those more traditional words, or is it kind of that's the way the language is going, uh, or is there a level of education that you, or in different yeah. areas maybe where they use more English? Um, I don't think so. Mm. Um, even in, even the especially the younger generation, I don't think they would ever say mananangol, which is lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, or mangagamot for doctor. They never look, even the older people, I don't think they say mangagamot. Oh, I'm not going to say yeah. mangango either. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so let's stick with ta- Tagalog for a while mm-hmm. um, and ask you kind of what are some interesting features, maybe grammatical features mm-hmm. or vocabulary features that. Um, are different from English that mm-hmm. are always interesting and maybe students, uh, English-speaking students struggle to grasp. Right. So, let's, for, well, the, the grammatical structure of Tagalog is different from English, although it may, there is a, a word order mm-hmm. in Tagalog that could look like English. English is, what's the word order in English? SVO? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Subject, so, verb, subject object. verb object, right? But in Tagalog, it's a predicate initial language, mm-hmm. primarily, meaning the, well, as the name implies, the predicate phrase pre, it, it, it starts a sentence. The end right? of the sentence starts the beginning of the sentence. The, the predicate, the, the, in English, you which is the end re- of the sentence. That, correct, exactly. So, um, just for to clarify that I mean for your listeners they might get so the predicate initial meaning the verb starts is at the beginning of the sentence Mm -hmm. is located in the beginning of the sentence so that's one construction Mm. right so the V subject verb object word order so tumakbo si Jose for example Mm -hmm. so tumakbo is past tense that means ran. Mm. C is a subject marker. And Jose. So tumakbo, si, ran, si, Jose. So Jose. Ran, Jose. Jose, ran. Jose, ran. Oh, what's right. the thing in the middle? C? That's a... It's, a. it's a subject marker. Okay, so it's saying the next thing is a subject? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm, very good, mm. Molly. No Impressive. degree for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's really an easy language. Just like in English, you have to strip 
Because sometimes when we teach, because I also taught ESL mm-hmm. when, when mm-hmm. I was at University of Michigan and at the University of Florida, just like in English, mm-hmm. if, you, if it's a simple sentence, an ESL learner would be easy. It'd be easy for uh, an ESL learner to, to construct, right? Okay, so Jose ran easy. Subject, there's a verb, there's no object, it's fine. It completes the sentence. But if you say, Jose, while having dinner, ran through the wall. Mm. So a native speaker of English could easily parse it. Like, here's the subject, here's the verb, right? But an ESL learner might get confused. Okay, what's the verb here? There's ran, eat, there's there are two verbs so mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the same by the same token tagalog has that construction as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so verb subject of vso verb subject object easy but if you put some complementizers modifiers mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. very distinct verb subject object then that would also confuse a learner of tagalog yeah so it's the yeah. same principle I see. I see. So I hear some people say Tagalog, and I hear some people say Filipino. But it's uh, is there right? There's a distinction. Tagalog. The reason I think most um, institutions, especially uh, institutions who teach that teach Tagalog to foreigners, mm-hmm. use Tagalog. Mm-hmm. as a course name. Okay. Right? Because it's confusing. A, a, a Tagalog, aside from being a sort of like a regional name in mm-hmm. the Philippines, mm-hmm. there are Tagalog-speaking regions in the Philippines. So they collectively they're called the Tagalog region. Oh, right? where where is that in the Philippines? So um, Manila, definitely. Okay. Um, Bulacan, mm. there's a province of Bulacan, there's a province of Batangas, Cavite. Um, okay, so, so, the, a, so, the, so the language they speak at home is Tagalog. Tagalog, correct. In those areas. Right. And they probably don't speak another language or may or may not speak another language. Um, I would venture to say other at than least maybe one other English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than English. Right. But there's so many transplants. There are many transplants from other provinces who originally spoke a different language. Then they come to Manila and settle in, say, Bulacan mm. or in Metro Manila. So they they have to learn how to... And they end up learning Tagalog as a second language in school. Correct. Yeah. It's a required uh, subject or I course. See. What are the yeah. official languages? So there are seven major, oh. and there are different variations of the seven major languages. So uh, Tagalog is one, Ilongo is one, Cebuano is one. You probably heard Cebuano. Yeah, Cebuano. Uh, Kapampangan, Pangasinense. Uh, gosh. They're all official languages? Oh, no, the official is Tagalog. Tagalog. Not Tagalog it. is the official. So if but you're in government... The you better speak the Tagalog. Speaks. Yeah, the, the government okay. speak. The Tagalog. government employees. Yeah, 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 Tagalog is there. In, in fact, there was a. I've been away from the country for so long, but there was. I think when I was about two years out, mm. I think there was a movement to actually replace because currently English is the medium of instruction at, in in you know grade school, high school. Oh, really? All school? Yeah, in schools. Yeah. Oh. 
But I think there was a movement to actually replace English with Tagalog. I see. Um, I see. So they may have changed it. They may Russia. have changed it back to English. I'm not entirely oh. sure now. Well, um, people listening, you can Google that and find yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, medium of instruction. I am willing to bet <laughs> that it's back to English. I see. Yeah. Okay, but let's talk a little bit about the other languages. How related are those? some of those other languages to mm-hmm. Tagalog or any of them mutually understandable? Or um, what's the, what's I the would deal? say Cebuano and Ilongo are close. In okay. fact, I can speak Cebuano mm. myself. Um, and I pretty much taught myself how to speak, uh, to speak Cebuano. Um, Ilocano, some of the, oh, Ilocano is the other major language, mm, one of the seven. Mm, mm. So Ilocano, for example, is totally different from Ilongo, although I would venture to say some words are probably the same, especially the borrowings from Spanish. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, but they're, they're not mutually understandable. Yeah. I will not be able to understand an Ilocano or, uh, and by the way, that's the language of Marcos. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Right. So, which languages did you grow up speaking? So, my first language that we spoke at home in Himamaylan, Negros Occidental. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so proud of that town because that's where my father is. Wait, that's the town or what's the language name? Oh, the Himamaylan is the Himamaylan. is the town. Okay. Which is now a city. That's where my father is originally from. Okay. And the language is? And the language is Ilongo. Oh, it's Ilongo. Okay. Yeah. So, what's so that, what's, why are you proud of the town? It, because it became a city? Uh, because I'm from there. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I grew <laughs> I up know there. I something. Until something. I was 16. Other you know. than I'm sure it's special <laughs> producing Jomer, but. Yes, there's so many Jomers. Oh, really? There. Yeah? I don't know. I wish. Oh, I I've, hope. I've I been, hope. Is that a common Filipino name? Oh, no? I mean, like, uh, what I meant was, like, if, you, <laughs> People like if you. you're impressed with me, oh, then see. there's so many Jomers. I thought you meant the name. Okay. <laughs> Not the name. The name. The name Jomer is my parents' invention. Oh, they mix their names together. So, no, not their names, but my older brother's name is Elmer. Mm. And... Um, my mom, when she was single, adopted my cousin, Joel, mm. who became an orphan at a very young age. Mm. So he grew up, Joel grew up with us. He's sort of like the oldest in among the three boys in the family. So, she so makes Joel, Joel and, and Elmer. Elmer. So Joe from Joel and Mer from Elmer, mm. they coined it. And well, do you it, look also like a physical manifestation no. of the blend of them? No. Oh, too bad. Yeah. That would be. Actually, I initially didn't kind of like. I didn't like the name because I thought it was like. Eh. Mm. So anyway, but you know, I learned to like it because it's unique. It is unique. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so there are no other Jomers, maybe in the world. There are Jomars. But not Jomers. Not, not that I know of. Okay. But we can Google it. And yeah, probably, somebody yeah. else can Google it. Really. Right. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about the other languages okay. then. Um, so 
You said you speak Ilongo? I speak Ilongo, I speak Cebuano, Tagalog. So in order of proficiency. fluency mm-hmm. and proficiency, I would probably say Ilongo is first, mm. English is second, third Tagalog. Or no, Cebuano third and then Tagalog fourth. fourth. So how do I say something in Ilongo? Like is mm. hello the same? How do I say hello? Kumusta the same. Ah, That's the same okay. as in, yeah. The okay. same in Cebuano. I see. Kumusta ka na bay? Okay, so the like, greetings and things like that. But how, then, but they're all quite different, right? They're not of the same family? They're all Austronesian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they yeah. still are like uh, verb, subject, object? Correct. They're still all of that yes. same pattern. Although I'm not really familiar with the grammatical structure of the other languages, like Kapampangan, Pangasinense, mm-hmm. or... Ilocano, I'm assuming it's the same as Tagalog. I see, I see. But there's one interesting feature of uh, Ilongo and Tagalog, and I think Cebuano as well, and that's um, uh, how do you say, how can, syllabic, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Is there like a a a simpler, no, simpler just for your listeners, Oh, I don't know. I think like, like syllable. syllable, right? Yeah. Syllable. Syllabic is from syllable. Yeah, yeah. I think we so. Know. There's syllabic reduplication and word reduplication in Tagalog. Oh, and also in Ilongo, yeah. I've seen right? it where you just double the word. Correct. Okay. So English has that. We can say very, very, right? Uh, but yeah, very. Yeah, it's not a, like not a form. Not a, that's usually an informal mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, in Tagalog, it has gramma- it carries a grammatical meaning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, for example, in Tagalog, you can like the word I just I said a few minutes earlier, tumakbo. The root word is takbo, meaning to run, mm. m- meaning run, right? So the infinitive form is tumakbo, to run, okay. right? So. There's an infixation. So affixation also is very, very... <laughs> affixation. Right. What is affixation? So affixation. meaning there's... we Tagalog uses a lot of affixes. An infix, a prefix, or a suffix. Oh, oh I see. Right. I see. So tumakbo... It's a, it's you a kinda, little thing that you put in the middle. In the middle. So there's, okay. there's an infix um. Mm, mm. Right? So ta- what does that the do? The root. Yes, so there's a grammatical value to it. Mm-hmm. So if you say takbo, run, tumakbo, there's an infix um mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. means to run. That is also the past tense form mm-hmm. of ran, of uh, run, run, of run. So it means ran. So you put that thing in the middle to make it past tense. Correct. I see. So make it past tense and to get the infinitive form. I see. You repeat. So this is where reduplication comes mm-hmm. um, comes in. So you say, tumatakbo. So there's a reduplication, yeah, although yeah. there's an infixation going on. But it's actually, if you look at it strictly, there's uh, a reduplication of the tak. Okay. Right? That syllable. So what so does that do? Tumatakbo turns into present progressive. Oh, okay. Is it all grammar related when you're yes. putting these little yes. th- these things mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, that's why I said there's a grammatical value to all of this it, reduplication. Oh, Tatakbo, so another reduplication. Does, it, does no it have future. a very definitive pattern so it's easy to yeah. recognize? Yes. It's pretty standard. Yes, yes. 
with not too many exceptions? Uh, not too many exceptions. I don't think so. Mm. So that's an, a Tagalog. It, it, okay, so one area mm. in, the gram, in, in the grammar of Tagalog that could be, that potentially be challenging to a Tagalog learner, a, non, a non-native speaker of Tagalog who's learning Tagalog, is the different kinds of verbs. Because there's what we call an um verb. That's why I said tumakbo, right? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, it's There sort of are like, mag yeah. verbs. So, so there's, ver- also... there's a certain set of verbs that take this kind of conjugation. Correct. And they take certain sort of like, types like, of affix. Yeah, so like French will take, okay, these are this type of verb, this type of verb, this type of verb, and you conjugate them differently depending Correct. on the type of verb it is. Right, right. I mean, can't even remember which. And there's. How, what you call them. Right. But, yeah. So. Also, uh, there's in Tagalog, there's what we call focus. Mm. So depending on what you're focusing on mm-hmm. in your sentence, you use a certain type of verb. Okay. Meaning, is it an, an um verb? Is it an in verb? In hinin verb? That's, that's one category, in hinin. Uh, or is it a mag verb? Or is it a ma verb? So depending on the focus. So if I'm focusing on um, the doer of the action. I see. Right? So um is maybe used because you can use other types of verbs with subject focus. Okay, but let me ask ask a question. So if if you're using the verb run, is it always an um verb? Or Uh, depending on if who's... Depending on the doer or the non-doer or whatever, is there another variation? The, yes, of it? there, there. You can use in hinin. Ah, in okay. Hinin. So it's not so always the, fo- the same no, conjugation. No. It just de- sometimes it depends on the focus of the sentence. Correct. Like the way we use passive. If you're focusing on the object or mm-hmm, if you're focusing mm-hmm, on the subject or the doer, yeah. Ah, okay. Right. Mm, that's fun. So let me. Uh, That'd be a fun so game. Let, let's use that. Ex- uh, let's use that word. Run takbo mm-hmm. as an example. So I'm going to use. Um, because I want to focus on the doer of the action, right? Jose. Mm-hmm. So let's go back mm-hmm. to our uh, previous example. So Jose is the one who runs. Mm-hmm. So tumakbo si Jose. So that si, which what we called yeah, uh, yeah. earlier the marker, yeah, yeah. marks the doer of the action, Jose. Tumakbo si Jose. So Jose is the subject, right? So now um, I'm going to use... Jose still, mm-hmm. the doer of the action. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to f- focus on... Him running to the market. Nope, because him would still be Jose. That would, uh, he would still okay. be the doer of the action. Okay. So I'm going to focus on the place that he ran to. Okay. This, th- there is, there's not a, an exact translation of this sentence. So yeah, when yeah. I say, tinakbo. So now, takbo is still there, but the, the infix is in, mm-hmm. right? So, tinakbo ni Jose ang hospital. What the, hospital, what does that yeah. sound like? Hospital. Right. So, it's a borrowing. Um, so, tinakbo okay, ni Jose ang hospital. And you also change the marker in front of Jose. Correct. Yeah. So, now, mm-hmm. the, the C is ni. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, that, that's a... Um, but the ang, hospital, but you change the verb is the too. object. 
Yeah, but you change the verb too. So Correct. You change the marker and the Absolutely. verb. Absolutely. I see. So yep. then that becomes sort of the subjecty thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hospital. Right. Ah, okay. I'm going to be a Tagalog linguist in no time. <laughs> okay. So I told you at the beginning that we were going to come up with a, if you want to share a proverb. Oh, um, sure. That comes from any, any language in the Philippines or maybe across. All right. I, I'm. Linguistic groups in the Philippines. Yes. So any region you go to in the Philippines, if you say this proverb, mm. they will understand what it means because this is actually a proverb lifted from, I think, a book. I know for a fact that this, the person who uttered this line mm-hmm. is um, Jose Rizal. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like the national hero of the Philippines. I see. Because the Philippines is is famous for national this and national that. Mm-hmm. This is this the proverb. Ang hindi marunong magmahal sa sariling wika ay higit pa sa malansang isda. Which roughly translates to a person who does not love his own language is worse mm. than a... St- than a rotten, stinky fish. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking just, about... Is that kind of to, like trying to say, oh, Filipinos, you must love, love your own language. language like, like, love me own. Yeah. Stop speaking Spanish and English and all these other things right. you borrowed. Right, right, right. But we're not purists either. Yeah. You know, I mean, the borrowings... No, I mean, no, because they're... Yeah. It, 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 they're part already of the language, part of the, language part of the culture. Um, there's another one that I know for certain is by Dr. Jose Rizal, who is the national hero of the Philippines, and it goes like this. Ang hindi marunong lumingon sa pinanggalingan ay hindi makakarating sa paroroonan, which means... If you don't know how to... Okay, I'm going to literally translate this, okay? okay? And then okay. you guess okay. Okay. what it means. So, if you don't know how to look back, mm-hmm. you will never get to your destination. So, if you don't learn from... If you don't learn from your past, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to... Kind of like that, Right. Yeah, they're, they're, to move these, forward, you have to you learn know, from your past. Right. You have learned from your past. Otherwise, you will repeat the same crap oh, you see. did in okay. the past. It's the, the right? history. Or you'll we'll never get there. Meaning, I think that it also has some kind of a attribution to debt of gratitude. Mm. Like your past, you you, you oh, don't so just turn away from the past. You know what I mean? Like Don't leave your ignore, history. Yeah. Or turn your back on what was before because and your ancestors. And yes, all of those yes, things. exactly. So. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, thank you, Jomer. Thank you. We are all done here. How do I say goodbye? Uh, How do I say thank you? Oh, salamat. 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 Don't don't glottalize it. Okay. Salamat. <laughs> salamat. Put your tongue between your teeth. <laughs> we don't say salamat. salamat. You're putting the tip correct. Salamat. Yes. Okay, for everybody, my tongue is between my teeth. So, salamat, yes. Jomer. I can still hear the glottal okay, sound. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Thank you for Thank listening. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Language Matters. You can continue this conversation by tweeting us at DiplomaticLS or find us on Facebook by searching for Diplomatic Language Services.